0: Hey everyone, it's Tali from the Astro Twins, and I'm here with one of my bestest friends in the world, my sis star, as she says, mm-hmm. Chartreuse, Ms. Chartreuse, with a Z, mm-hmm. of the Venus Academy. How are you, Char? Hey,
1: Tali. I'm so glad to be here with you. Happy New Year. I'm so I'm so overjoyed just to see the expansion of this whole starstruck creation and just bringing on so many different voices and perspectives. I think this is an invaluable resource and it makes my 11th house son very happy.
0: Well, the 11th house son in me sees the 11th house son in you. Uh, in, in fact, everybody, we actually met at NORWAC, uh which is the, you know, the Northwest um, Seattle, it's Seattle-based astrology conference every year. And we both had 1111 tattoos. That's mm-hmm. mine is scripted, but I can't get it. Yeah. Yes. There yeah. we go. Finally got the arm movement right there. And <laughs> But beyond that, we recognize each other as fellow 1111 people. That's one a number that shows up a lot and connects us to the miraculous, which leads me to the next introduction for you. So today you're going to talk to us about Mastering the miraculous and you're gonna give us a as you said a 2020 um cosmopractic adjustment. Can you say a
1: little more about that? I love it. Yes. First off, all props and credits to Ofi who came up with that amazing portmanteau. Like I think we're really good at the wordplay between all oh of us. My God, yes. A cosmopractic adjustment is essentially about us being aligned with the truth of who we are and in order to do that and be in alignment it really behooves us to embody different structures so that we can have the freedom for our flow and 2020 is a numerology a numerological four year so it's all about structure four is about you know four corners structure and it's through these structures and these disciplined practices that we can actually have fulfillment and expand and be very free.
0: So that four, that anchoring, the four elements, the four is that number. It absolutely is. And so, you know, tell us a little more about the work you do. Um, with the Venus Academy, I know you've also been studying and, and very, you know, you're very disciplined. You've been doing a course in miracles and a lot of classes at landmark education. And we've been talking about both of those trainings and how um, powerful they've been in your life. And I know you kind of want to share a bit of, you know, how you've integrated that into astrology with us too, right? Yeah,
1: totally. So in the Venus Academy, my mission is to, guide seekers of healthy relationships to transformation Mm. using their birth charts. And essentially all of life is relationship and Venus is the planet of love and the way that we relate to others and our own values. And so in my work in the Venus Academy, it's always about empowering us to be the authors of our relationships, of our lives, and to know that we have the power at any time to transform any relationship pain (laughs) point To peace. And it's absolutely true. Like our relationships aren't just happening to us, but we are actually causing and creating them. And without my daily discipline study of A Course in Miracles.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Look at that book's been used, yes, and opened, really and journaled from. <laughs>
1: totally. Um, A Course in Miracles is a daily mind training, which essentially is about dismantling thoughts of fear and replacing them with thoughts of love. And it's not dogmatic, it's not a religion, but it's literally just a mind training to keep us aligned with the truth of who we are so that whenever anything in life comes up, we have the ability to meet it and be at peace with it and be very powerful with that. And so on top of that, my work at Landmark Education has been the best most transformative education of my life. The breakthroughs that I've had with, you know, dynamics with my ex-husband, where he and I were at war, and now we have so much actual genuine friendship and love and affinity and workability with each other. With my mother, I used to be just kind of tolerating her and kind of dealing with her, and I would have said things like, oh, she's a narcissist, and she'll never change. And there's so much genuine love and enjoyment i can say i love being with my mom wow. and all of my family
0: members and i knew you when you did you know i yes. one one solar return when yes. you were uh pacing up and down a river bank in seattle <laughs> <laughs> fighting with your mom that's how oh, tight really. we are <laughs> yes. uh, we have shared some family moments haven't yes. we
1: total yeah hell where i could see in my birth chart that one placement, my Venus actually was the um, planet that was the triplicity ruler of my hidden enemies. And then the very next day, like everything blew up with my ex-husband, with my mom. I was screaming on the riverbanks. <laughs> <Screaming at them. laughs>
0: well, Lake Washington, but you know, yeah, riverbank yeah. <laughs> sounds more. Pu- the thing is what I love. And the reason I'm telling this is not to just, you know, expose you here, because yeah. I, know, I know you don't care because you share so openly, but you know you guys she has done the work she put you know i mean you put yourself in these really valuable coaching programs training programs you know ofi and i are always doing things like that we've done a lot of landmark mama gina's i've done some course in miracles you know constantly learning and educating ourselves breaking ourselves up and you know that and then being open to new structures being put in place which is kind of what 2020 is all about. We've got the most structured zodiac sign, Capricorn, getting hit by Saturn and Pluto together on January 12th, and then Jupiter and Pluto in, you know, June, April, April June, and November. So, you know, this is the time. And, you know, one of the things you've talked about, and I'm going to just ask you already, I know it's a term we're going to introduce, another cosmopractic is, you know, you've I've heard you talk about us being three-part triune beings um what do you mean by that that's an important concept i know in this talk today can you talk about that a little bit yeah yeah
1: so with us being three-part triune beings i'm referring to us being body mind and spirit
0: Hmm. and
1: so when we are only taking care of like one aspect of ourselves then we're limiting the fullest expression of who we are so when i say that you Is bigger than you think you is, it's that you are not just the body. So like we have these physical casings that allow us to operate in the world, but we have our mind. And the mind is really what kind of creates what we're seeing and perceiving in the world outside of us. And then our spirit or our soul is that aspect of our wholeness. It's what connects us to everything. And the soul and the spirit does not see any separation. The soul doesn't judge. The soul doesn't worry about the past or the future. The soul just is. The soul completely accepts what is. And when we can align with our soul, then we can see the profound innocence in everybody. I and love that. we're coming from that and we're coming from the soul. It's like we're coming from the same source and not all of us have to agree on everything, but when we're coming from the same place and we, we can train our minds to align with our soul and know that we're coming from the same place, then we can continue to move forward and create so much more workability and pow- empowerment in our lives and our relationships and how we be with other people.
0: So, so in a way, I- are you saying like, start with soul then go through the mind and the body as opposed to like body mind so one of the things you know from landmark they talk about the doing being having like most of us are human doings we think if we do something then we'll have these results and then we can be happy and they're like no you be happy and then what you have and do comes from that is it similar in that regard to like the soul being the informant of Absolutely. what?
1: Okay. Yeah. you totally, totally nailed it. That's exactly what I was also thinking about. Um, that when we can be the embodiment of that, which we choose when we can choose to be anything in any moment, when we are being that, then the outside follows. It's not that we want to change circumstances or change another person first and then I'll be Okay. But when I can be aligned with my soul through meditation, daily discipline, mind training, then Mm -hmm. the outside just falls into place and everything follows suit. And sometimes it might look like your life is falling apart before it falls together. But when you're aligning with your soul, really, it takes some time for the universe and your physical material reality to follow through with that.
0: And the key is to stay patient and have a lot of supportive people around you, right? I mean, so... How does, how does astrology confirm your wholeness? You know, how do we find that sort of triune through astrology?
1: Yes. So what I love so much about the zodiac wheel is that astrology helps us to see the fullness of us. So I am not just a Gemini sun. I have my Capricorn moon and my Leo rising and all of these different parts. And so with all of the planets coming into play and you look at the totality of a zodiac wheel. What I find when I'm reading charts is that similar themes will kind of play out with different placements. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, my life's theme for me, at least what I see in my chart is like, okay, I'm here to really be independent and really kind of focus more on myself and come out of the past of codependency and self-abandoning myself for another. Um, everybody's chart, in the when you look at the full totality of the chart wheel and you include all the placements, all of the aspects, especially like Venus in the North Nodes. And you can really see like, this is what my life's purpose is. This is what I'm here to really embody and be. And instead of separating or judging people or making fun of certain zodiac signs for being a certain way, it's like, what part of myself is the Capricorn aspect of myself? What part of myself is the home and the fourth house? And how does that show up in my life? And when we can see the full totality of it, we also see how every part is connected. Like no planet is an island. So planets are influenced mm. by others depending on their house that they're in. It's going to influence the way that that house expresses. All of the houses correlate. Like you can't separate just like your work life and be like, oh, I'm right. only issues in my career. It's like, no, you just have your one entire life. And how you are anywhere is how you are everywhere. And it's so,
0: really it's, true, like, isn't it? Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> So I think that, oh, well, maybe my career life isn't working, but, you know, I'm really great with my friendships, but it's like if you really take a look, there's just my one life. I can't separate it into different parts, and so that's what I love about the full totality of the zodiac wheel, and then channeling that through especially the north node and everything so you can kind of see the trajectory of how you are here to
0: expand and grow in your life. And and for those of you who are new to astrology, the north node of the moon is... um, it's one of the points, these two points that we're, hap- that we're getting hit by the eclipses closest to your time of birth, and it's kind of like your cosmic calling, your destiny point, point. Um, and I love how ours make, like, a good cardinal cross. That's why we work so well together. Chartreuse has done a lot with Astro Style. She's a TA in all of our classes, too. We just are opposite signs and, you know, complete cardinal sign <laughs> nodes that works because you're... Um, Libra to Aries. So that Libra South node, you have that the South node is like your past life energy and the North node is what you're here to grow and expand into. So you really are, you kind of were born with this Venusian quality about you with Libra guiding you on. And so it just makes so much sense that you're training people to move towards that Aries, your North node, sort of sense of wholeness while also being in relationship. I just, you are so on your path, you know, it just, you know, we can't, that's, and, and I love what you just said too, like about, because there's so many, you know, cute and funny memes out there and I appreciate a good one, but it's like, are we getting a little bit tired of like, you know, Oh, Gemini's are like this. Oh, to, you know, like there's a, there's a, there's a point where it gets to be like, I've heard people talking about, well, you know, they just get little bits of information about astrology from a meme or an app. And then they like, you know, Oh, I've heard people say, Oh, someone broke up with me because they heard on an app that we weren't compatible. It's mm-hmm. like, And that's just such the wrong thinking from my perspective. I love what you just said about the wholeness. Like maybe you have no Pisces in your chart, but Neptune, the ruler of Pisces, is in your chart somewhere. Somewhere. So that's your Pisces part. So instead of, you know, like pushing, oh, you know, pushing away people and labeling them, it's like, how are they mirrors for you, right? (laughs)
1: Uh, Exactly, exactly. Everybody is going to show you some sort of reflection of yourself. And even if you don't have any planets in Pisces, Pisces is also going to rule a house. So
0: (laughs) Gemini's always on the (laughs) one.
1: Pisces is always going to rule a house. So it's like we have all of it in us. Oh, true. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just astrology has been very beneficial in seeing how, again, like, like I said, like even my Venus, it ruled my hidden enemies. But then if I'm Looking from the perspective of, well, I am the creator of, of the world I see, mm. how am I responsible also for the relationships in my world and how they show up? Because I believe that when we transform ourselves, then the people in our world transform as well. So,
0: the And you've had that life. happen with your ex-husband, with your mom, like miraculous things by doing that inner work. So why don't you take us on a little mind training journey and uh, you know guide us along?
1: Yes. So one thing that I would like to share in my um, studies and my discoveries is just about how um, the brain actually works. And Mm. so the brain itself is essentially an organ that stores memory patterns. And so our neocortex stores a record of every pattern of perception that you have ever had including every pattern of sound, sight, smell, taste, and touch. So every pattern of perception and also every pattern of action that you've ever taken, including every pattern of movement, thought, posture, views, and emotion. So essentially what that means is that the brain, since we're born, stores a memory of every thought, every feeling, every action, everything that we've ever done in our lives. And that's why sometimes we can maybe forget about something. And I'm trying to think about what is this person's name? And then like later it pops up because it was stored somewhere in your brain. It just took a little bit of a while to access it. But essentially what the brain is, is a prediction machine. And so we are constantly Moving forward through our lives, predicting the future based on our past experiences. And what that means is that the true self of who we are, our spirit, our self, you know, the you, the true you, your true self with a capital S, is not actually necessarily necessary, it doesn't have to be present for you to be moving through your lives. A lot of what we're doing is moving through muscle memory, going making um, phone calls or interacting with people and predicting what's gonna happen based on past reactions, past experiences, whether it was with that person or not. And we're consistently bringing our past into the future. And this is literally just you know, a brain, the function of the brain. And the brain's function is to keep us alive. It's about survival. But one thing that I've discovered is that survival is not an empowered way to be in the world. We want to be at cause in the world, and we want to know that we are creating and inventing our lives as it goes along. But when we're not aware of that, and we're stuck more in the mind of duality and separation and seeing attack, then we're more likely to actually create these things based off of our past experiences. So this is a little metaphysical in nature, but it's also just the brain function, and it's totally ordinary, and there's like nothing wrong and there's no judgment, but when we can become aware of what is actually happening in our brains, then we can see even more the importance of mind training. So when I'm talking about mind training, it's really just about like discipline and having some sort of structure in which you can, um, you know, just feel empowered and safe and just like remind yourself of the truth of who you are. So with the Course in Miracles, um, the Course in Miracles, as I said, it's not um, a religion or anything. It is essentially a 365 day study in training the mind and it disciplines your mind. And it, um, in the beginning part of the book, it is about um, recognizing just the truth of who we are. There's a text and we're reading about, you know, just like the origins and what all of our relationships really are. And it really is hammering home the fact that our ego, that our mind is really about fear and separation. And then the second part of the text is about invoking and building up a foundation based on love and oneness. And so then the second part of of A Course in Miracles is the workbook. And the workbook has 365 different lessons. And every single lesson is like a daily meditation that you can keep in your mind. And it literally starts off by saying, nothing I see means anything. And what I really love about how A Course in Miracles starts off by talking about how nothing I see means anything is this also aligns with a lot of our landmark training as well about the meaninglessness of life. And when... We can come from the place of recognizing that we have given everything in our lives all of the meaning that it has for us then we know that we're giving it we're giving it meaning nothing two people can see the same thing and think can come up with completely different meanings for what what they both saw even if they were seeing the same thing and so every day the um of course in miracles will you can open it up and Your meditation for the day is nothing I see means anything. And some people are kind of like, okay, that's a little interesting. That's weird. But we have no neutral thoughts. Um, Above all else, I want to see things differently. I could see peace instead of this. In my defenselessness, my safety lies. And every day there's just something new and like powerful for you to keep in your mind so that as you're moving through the day and things come up, you can be like, okay, wait a minute this actually doesn't mean anything, or above all else, I want to see this, or I could see peace instead of this, and recognizing that anything that isn't love is a hallucination, and so anytime we're thinking thoughts of love and thinking thoughts of oneness, then we are in the truth and aligned with our soul and our spirit and our being, but anytime we're thinking thoughts of fear, of separation, of seeing attack, then that is the total illusion, total illusion.
0: I remember when I did A Course in Miracles and I, well, I I didn't get all the way through it, uh, but I got halfway. But the first part was really about focusing in on noticing and becoming aware of those thoughts that were perhaps, you know, not in my, you know, like noticing how fear informed almost every choice and I didn't realize how fearful of a person I was and become even becoming aware of it and not even not finishing the whole workbook um Sagittarius problems you know uh was but it also uh it just has changed me forever to like I can in I can still go in and go am I being is this fear or is it love you know and that's that alone, that question now you know some people might be thinking, well, how can you say it's an illusion I, I actually did feel pain and hurt well, maybe from the from the body perspective it's not an illusion, and even maybe from the mind but when well but when you get into your mind and your spirit, yes. you know on those re- on those planes you know it's it is an illusion how do we how do you reconcile that you know within the body because yeah. Our ascendant in the chart often directs relationship we have with our body, um, and our physical form. As does the second house. So how do you, how do you kind of reconcile that within yourself when everything the fear based thinking really does feel real? How do you get yourself out of those jams?
1: Yeah, that is a perfect question because, um, as I was saying, like the you that you think you are is bigger than what you think you are. So it's like our body is just one. Aspect of ourselves. And then again, with our brain, our brain is just operating and it's trying to keep us in survival. And if we know anything about the ego, the ego is literally like what keeps us alive and in these bodies. And so it's really necessary to be with it. And I love what you said about um, observing. So much of our power comes from just being able to observe what is and take notice. So I can now see, okay. Uh, I just had this reaction, somebody called and invited me somewhere, totally innocent request. And my first reaction was like, nope, I don't want to do anything. I'm in my PJs today. I'm not. (laughs) That's an amygdala hijack. Like this amygdala, it's just a brain function that is going to put me immediately into a space of negation. So anytime Mm. you're in a space of negation or in a place of saying no to something, or you're just countering anything, that is literally an amygdala hijack. And uh-huh. so you can see beyond and know that, okay, well, my body is doing this and I'm having these bodily sensations. This, the body is not just who I am. And so mm-hmm. the other day when I got that invitation, it was actually from my mom. She was calling me to go <laughs> Christmas lights and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And then I said, yeah, I, really <laughs> like I was like, wait a minute, I'm not doing anything. Like why not? And after I was able to be with my no and like, just like acknowledge that and i was like wait a minute no actually i would like to be with my family because i have created myself as the possibility of family and partnership and community oh, and cool. this and i had an amazing time but it was just about noticing that and noticing our thoughts noticing our feelings noticing our first reactions noticing what is going on in the body and being with it because we can't get rid of the ego we just want to love the ego and Give space to who we are and like what is coming up for us and when we can actually be with it then whatever resistance can actually dissolve and so when you train your mind every day through meditation even if it's just five minutes a day it sets up the whole tone for the rest of how your day and your life continues to unfold so absolutely like our body sensations are palpable for us but when we know that you and the self that I am is so much more than just my physical body, my brain patterns and what is going on here. And I'm here, I'm out here with my life and my world, then I can actually, you know, take action in a new way.
0: And it's so, you know, not only are our brain waves going, this is something I was talking about with Rick Merlin Levine. He's like, We literally have, you know, cell, you your know, towers and internet, like there's so much happening in the air, you know, and a lot of people are feeling greater and greater anxiety as technology, you know, supposedly makes our lives easier. Now we're all like, Bzz. you know, I, when I lived in New York full time for 11 years, I had so much energy, but a lot of it was like adrenaline based. And I was like, how much is that from like the fact that there's like, a subway an entire city of electrically charged cars like underneath our feet all the time like we don't even realize what we're what energies we're picking up sometimes and our reactions of you know anxiety or even the desire to you know constantly relive or revisit a trauma at some point at some point does that serve you you know there's always a, a point where it's like how can i not always be in that state of pain and fear even though these terrible horrible awful things may have happened to me in my life i've you know like do you think people can use this to kind of lift themselves out of their past and live a, a life where they have more of a say
1: yes absolutely and my life is truly living proof that at any moment you can create yourself as somebody that is completely unrecognizable and who we think we are is not really the truth of who we are. So again, right. it's like body, mind, and spirit, we're much bigger than our bodies, but so much of who we really are is not even like necessary again for us to move through our days. Cause we're just kind of repeating our action patterns, but the self, you know, who we are, the self is the truth of us. So when we can be with and distinguish and take a look at it when it hijacks us and when we mm. are in that immediate reaction space we can be like okay that's just it showing up but i don't that's not me this is an amygdala hijack or this is just my wow. body sensation repeating something from the past but in this moment i can create myself as something that is completely unrecognizable from what i used to be and knowing that when i when i know that who i am being is my creation then it's, you're completely unstoppable. And then you take actions in different ways that you would not have taken in the past, just from distinguishing between your true self and the it and whatever is hijacking who you're being. And you want to be, the more you're able to distinguish between the it and yourself, your true self and your soul, the more that you can show up and be used Mm -hmm. by yourself and you'll be able to know like in every moment, okay, what is the next best thing for me to do? Mm. I, mean, I don't know the outcome, but in this moment, being aligned with myself, what is the next best thing to do? And what can I do? What action can I take that is different from what I normally would have taken from a state of fear? So by doing by doing the workbook every single day, I loved yeah. when Marianne was like lecturing in New York on A Course in Miracles. Yeah,
0: Marianne <laughs> Williamson. Uh-huh. Yes, Marianne <laughs> Williamson,
1: when she would, be lecturing she would ask people she was like okay so you're having this problem in this relationship do you you do the workbook every day and the people who didn't do the workbook it was always very obvious because when you you know decide when you choose to go in you you have that grounding every single day so it's just practical it's
0: Powerful. Capricorn year is a good time for developing a discipline. This Capricorn heavy year, right? So every day. What I love about the way you you present this too is I hear no judgment. And I think that's what allows people to take responsibility. Um, Being in your body or hijacked by your mind or your ego is not a bad, it's not bad. It's not wrong. And you will probably never escape it as long as you have nerve endings. There's just no way. What I love about the way you teach this is that it's like just stopping that moment um, where you get to stop and say, okay, that happened. I accept it. Now, who do I want to be next? Or who do I remember myself to be? Am I going to come from soul, spirit, or am I going to come from the body? And you're really, um, I mean, that is the, one of the first lessons, right? In The Course in Miracles, like, I am yes. i am not a body. I am free. I think I remember yes. that one. And, um,
1: yes. and being so
0: like, oh, when I did it, I was like, what do you mean I'm not a bot? You know, it can be yeah. really almost a little bit crazy at first to like Mm. comprehend that right
1: absolutely and it's it for me a lot of it did feel like just like this huge dismantling of like everything I knew about myself and I actually love what you said let me see if this can show up good oh yeah yeah.
0: let me put you on the speaker um, view
1: here okay yeah I just had this um grid here I hope it's not backwards but here it just says like I am as the observer no it's
0: it's not backwards yep Mm -hmm.
1: okay cool and so, yeah, the observer is pure consciousness and self-awareness. And then in the three-part trying being, we have presence and stillness. So I am here now. And then acceptance is I accept what is. And then at the top, we have love, just peace and zen. And mm-hmm. when we can remember this three-part aspect of our truth of who we are, then the true I am is able to come to the forefront. And you know, the person that you know yourself to be is not really who you are. It's just ways of being. So if I know myself to be, oh, I'm always late or I'm always this, no, those are just ways of being. That's not the truth. The truth of who I am is I am the observer and I'm conscious. like, who is the part of myself that is actually observing me taking these actions or like driving down the highway, running late? Like who is the one observing myself? It is it is the I am. and. The more we can accept everything that is in this moment and come from that place of peace and zen and be like that in all of our interactions, then we create the space and the clearing for others in our world to show up. And actually, they'll feel clearing and feel peace and tranquility. And it's almost like you become this conduit for miracles and for just miraculous transformative dynamics between you and others.
0: Ooh, I have chills from that. That was so beautiful. But I love that you are, what would be great, um, and by the time everyone sees this, it'll be a, a couple weeks, we're shooting a little early. Why don't we make a little um, PDF and, and attach it on your speaker page? So anyone who, and any, it'll be in the bonus bundle for everyone who signed up for the, all of the talks. So I think that's really amazing. Um, I want to put that up on my vision yes. board wall that I'm gonna create for 2020. I I am, I am the observer. So observe, when you become the observer and you release all judgment, you create a realm around you where others can be in that. And it really is contain, I mean, that's why, you know, I mean, it's, it's you know, transformation doesn't just affect one person, it affects everyone around you. And that's, you know why everyone can get uplifted together. That gives me hope for this. Cause you know, the planets this year are kinda of top. And I think like, that was something in my talk with Rick Levine, he was like, what's gonna interrupt, you know, all of this is Uranus, that metaphysical energy and the using your mind and your higher consciousness. And you are totally just bringing in that. That, that I feel is like, when we, we cannot solve the problem at the level of the problem trying to solve all the issues of the world through the body and mind is what has us locked in twitter wars emotionally eating i've got the trump plump myself i've (laughs) gained a few pounds since 2016 um yeah you know but don't you think like that metaphysical energy is gonna is that when we're working up there from soul and spirit yes
1: Yes. Then the people in our worlds transform. Like I, I notice even just like with my family, like somebody can come to me and like share something that they're dealing with. And when I can just listen to them, I'm not adding, I won't give advice, but I just am like the space for listening and really making sure that their communication is gotten. Then usually I'll find them like actually like working out whatever their problem is, like in their own voice, in the same conversation without me even really having to do anything, you know, mm. and when we can really just be and accept everything and never come from a place of making anybody wrong. It never So works. hard.
0: So <laughs> hard. <laughs> <know>. But they <laughs> are wrong. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they did this. Right. And
1: a Course in Miracles would say that, you know, anything that, again, that's not love is hallucination. And when we can come from pure forgiveness and pure recognizing just the innocence in another, then they, also start to see their greatness and it's like we become the space that is unmessable with instead of right trying to protect ourselves from people messing with us when we become the space that is unmessable with then you'll see everything around you just miraculously transform and it's so amazing it's so fun
0: and you are that you are that for me as a friend and sister on this journey and i just you know of course we can't ignore what's happening here and all yeah. that it's just This is like an example of getting yourself out of that morass, you know? So I have a couple more questions for you, um, because I know that you have to go uh, pick up your daughter, Eleven, which I love. That's her name. I know. little Oh, my God. Little Scorpio. But, um, you know, I just wanted to bring her in, you know, because she's energy wanted to come be part of this talk um how does venus because you are the head mistress of venus academy and venus is the planet that i know you love working with i mean we've got venus and gemini next year for four months and 20 (laughs) this year it'll be from april 7th to or april 3rd to august 7th with a retrograde from may 13th to june 25th Uh, You are going to be, you know, in your Venus element. How does Venus play into embodying this true triune self?
1: So I love Venus and I really didn't use to get it because it's in my 12th house. (laughs) And so after everything like blew up and, you know, what we were, me and Tali were just talking about with the whole hidden enemies and all my relationships melting down, I went deep into Venus. I'm like, I have to get to the bottom of this and really see what this Venus is about and the essence of it is that Venus equals love and love is all there is and there's no opposite so what is all-encompassing can have no opposite and so when we're thinking about our Venus function in the world it's almost like that is what we can channel into to embody our divinity and for me it wasn't until I made a concerted effort to really look at my Venus sign look at how it was operating and actually bring it to the forefront and just be the Venus function that I was really able to palpably connect to my divinity and to align with my soul and really just transform all of our relationships. So Venus, when you really can tap into and embody the power of your Venus sign, then that empowers you to really be a miracle worker. And that's, again, what I love about astrology is that when we have different Venus placements, then they all, um, the way that you express your Venus is, might be different than the way that I express my Venus. And I might have different lessons to learn in how to really empower that. So I love looking at Venus through the elements. Um, and for me, like the elements is really um, a great way to just like see the, um, like the action, the type of action that you can take and how you can really embody your Venus that way. So um So, yeah, looking at Venus through like our fire, earth, air, and water. If you have Venus in a fire sign, you really are about um, taking action and bringing excitement and raising the energy and really kind of bringing that spark of life and that, um, that just that energy and that fire to the way that you are relating and the way that you are embodying your. God force your divinity in the world. So um, with Venus in the fire signs, like one way that you can really um, just empower yourself and through the discipline in your mind training is by really um, being, focusing on being and embodying and also sharing that with others. So not just kind of keeping things to yourself, but actually like taking action and, you know, being that source of joy and excitement and um, really embodying just the the high energy aspect of yourself, um, so on the opposite side, like we have um, Venus in water signs, so um, cancer Scorpio and Pisces and Venus in water signs is really about embodying the emotional aspects of it and bringing in more like empathy and um, in uh, empathy and like being more heart centered. And so for me, one thing that I really had to um, discover for myself with a Venus in in cancer was that it's really important to embody um, my emotional intelligence. So whereas before I would look at people and be like, wow, this person is really emotionally unavailable and they really just aren't having a really great time expressing themselves. When I was able to flip that script and take Turn the mirror on myself, I could see that I was actually really emotionally defunct, even though I thought that I was a very open person. And so for me, the journey to embodying my Venus has been to take every judgment that I would have against somebody else and look at myself. Because if I'm recognizing something in another person, then there's obviously something that I'm recognizing within myself. If we are all truly one, and so water signs, um, water Venuses are really about bringing in the feelings and just bringing, being more emotionally exposed and bringing that vulnerability by sharing yourself and sharing like what you're really dealing with. And over the last year, I've become very open and very grateful and. I'm proud of my ability to kind of share what's like really going on in my world without trying to protect and trying to, you know, look a certain way and try to, you know, have it all together and bring that pretense. And the more that I'm able to share like what I'm really dealing with, the more powerful result and the more powerful of an open space that I see in others.
0: really are doing that. Well, you're inspiring me to be more accepting of my Venus and Scorpio. And that really always is as a Venus and water sign. Like when I reject my emotions, my feelings, my intuition, yeah. I lose touch with the divine. When I, when I go from the feeling in the heart, whereas someone with Venus and air might actually get it from their thoughts or Venus and fire from like movement or Venus and earth from tactile experiences. But whatever that connection is, I love what you're saying about how that, Venus being that conduit to our divinity and yes. that Because it is that most sensual pleasure-oriented planet and and I believe, you know We wouldn't have had all these pleasure sensors. We wouldn't have been wired like that with You know, all these senses that can taste and smell, you know, if we weren't wired for pleasure, you know, and so Yeah, the goddess the goddess, right?
1: How has it been for you, like, with um with your Scorpio Venus? Like, what have you been maybe discovering in terms of, like, just, like, the emotional aspect of yourself lately? Oh,
0: God, so much. Well, you know, um, I think, and I love the Gemini, like, okay, gr- let's get into our dialogue here. Let's go right to it. Um, for me, I realized that I had been rejecting a lot of emotions initially. You know, Venus is really kind of, you know, it's, not really super happy in Scorpio, so there's a lot of lessons to learn. However, it's very, I think it's very powerful if you have a detriment or fall, you know, planet. Um, I think, you know, my Venus and Scorpio is like, I don't want to tell you. What do you mean? <laughs> <I know. laughs> exactly that. That if I don't want to tell one on myself, yeah, then I'm actually at a loss, like where I actually can allow myself, you know, to be authentic, to say, I have no idea, I I don't know how to solve this, instead of automatically kind of trying to go in and already know and figure it out and observe, Um, but to actually just take that moment and go, this is really new to me, and to realize how much I've limited myself by Mm. trying to... Have all the everything all figured out in that strategic Scorpio way? It cuts off the co-creation that happens. Mm. So yeah, what a yeah. great question! What a great question! Yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I mean, even for me, like I would always like be like, "Oh, I'm such a Venus and Cancer. I'm such a sad sap, or I'm so sappy and whatever. This hopeless, whatever." But I mean, for me too, like it came down to recognizing just how much like when I would say somebody else was emotionally unavailable that it was really me and even like in the last week I was able to share with the love of my life who literally writes poetry every single day who sends me all of these beautiful songs and all of this gorgeous music just about like the spiritual of our dynamic it's so amazing and i was not able to even accept it or really see it you know and i was like wow this is amazing but i never actually truly shared just the impact of what he creates for me was because i was afraid of rejection and i'm in that
0: shell (laughs) yeah totally
1: (laughs) so the more that i've been able to just tear back all the shells and be like look listen I'm so leveled by this. I'm so this and you really impacted me like when my father died and your presence Uh was there so powerful for me and just being able to like really open up and just really show what was deep within me, that transformed again our relationship dynamic in it by exponential shifts. Like wow. It really just made a huge difference. And I'm sitting here thinking like he's not, but it's like, no, he's been present this whole time. Like you need to come out of this crab shell and really share
0: yourself. So. Wow. That yeah. Because funny. you guys have had sort of a long distance thing and, and that maybe works with the Venus and cancer, but maybe also it can be a little hideaway too.
1: Totally.
0: yeah. Totally.
1: It was very easy to be like, it's all right. Come and go as you please. And I'll share a little bits here and there, but. That really showed me again that there is no separation, and that when I speak to him or speak to anybody, I want to talk to them like i 'm speaking to myself about mm. who they are. and when we can do that, and that really just creates a whole new realm of real love and that that love that comes from source, and that is not just about you know ego wants and needs but more about like the divine channeling coming
0: through Ooh, powerful i love it, and you know the, that is. That's how Venus works. And you you do, are you doing readings for people now if they want to do a Venus Academy? Like, I love, your readings are like more of like a full-on prescription, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to say it's a therapy session, but they do feel therapeutic. But you, you know, you are very in touch with the emotional realm with your Venus and Cancer, whether you, whether you uh, choose to accept it or not, but you're, um you know, and so... What can people what do you I know you're offering some some specials for everyone watching too. Why don't you tell us about that?
1: Yes. So my Venus talks are relationship transformation sessions. And so at the beginning of the session, we choose, like we create what it is that you want to get out. Like what is the breakthrough that you want to have in this 90 minute session? And then we guide it's a conversation and I guide you through to having that breakthrough within the hour and a half and like every time we always have a massive breakthrough, like, even when I don't know, like, where we're going, which is, like, the beauty of it, it's, like, a self-discovery, and we look at your Venus sign, and we can share what's going on in your life, and we can empower you through your Venus to actually just, like, take action, and you'll have a breakthrough, like, right there in the session, so it's, um, yeah, the Venus Talks sessions, and then also, if you want just a straight. Astrology reading. I have cosmic tea astrology readings as well. I love it,
0: cosmic tea. Every <laughs> yeah. conversation with you, I have a breakthrough from. Anyways, I'm going to be thinking about how my Venus and Scorpio, you know, uh, you know, has shown up, and and it's always an evol- Venus that Venus placement is a really charged one a lot of times for people, especially, you know, we live, especially if you're a relationship oriented soul, you know, um, as most of us are, many of us are, you know, it's like, that's a playground, but also a pain point that gives us that opportunity to go through the triune and really have those, those big awakenings. So, Mm Yeah. Woohoo. But Let's hear from Venus. Venus. The yes.
1: The pain points are literally the access to that, to our source. So like anytime we're being triggered, like that's something, it's a gift. And mm. all of our breakdowns are the access to the breakthroughs because it wouldn't be the breakdown if it wasn't something that was important to us that we're actually committed to. So that's what the gift is of having the body is like this sort of filtration system to see like, what am I really up to? What do I stand for? What do I really care about? What do I want? So what is the gift in this pain point?
0: Oh my God, I love that. Because a lot of times I think, you know, people are in a lot of pain out there now and they're dealing with a lot. There's so much injustice on this planet and inequality that it's like, it can be hard for people sometimes to just want to even get up in the morning and getting stuck in pain, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not hard for that to happen. And there's, there's evidence and reason For that but it doesn't have to be that way you know you can use the pain as access to remembering who you really are too if you want to turn if you're ready for that sometimes we have to go through our healing cycles and talk it over but at some point you know uh, there's you're ready to just have that transformational experience and you know, it's, of course there's a witnessing process, but then, then what do you do with that, right? And that's that's where I think you're so great at working with people because you're you're a powerful witness and empath, but you also don't stop there. And so this is, your work is amazing and I'm blessed to have you as a friend. And like I said, more than that, you know. You know, 11th house family. Is there anything else you wanted to just share with people before we sign off?
1: Yeah. Well, um, actually I just wanted to mention to that, um, anybody who would like to work with me the coupon code at the Venus Academy.com is starstruck, all caps, one word, and you can have it for 50% off all of my services and my products at my boutique. And I also do have, um, this yoni egg shadow integration workbook which is your 28 day astrological guide through the womb wellness journey talk and
0: about your venus and cancer there right <laughs> yeah. i mean right
1: womb wellness
0: Womb wellness
1: yoni eggs and everything for sale and these are the love courts brand yoni eggs and they're um they come with really great um packaging as well and like guidance on how to use that and so yoni eggs are essentially about again like Using a crystal internally to transform your experience from the inside out, which is what med- meditation and mind training is all about, is really about how am I going to go within, inside, align with my soul, so that what I'm seeing outside on the outside also reflects the truth of who I am. So just another tool you know, in the arsenal of options for you to take on structure and fulfillment in your life. And my book is also a workbook <laughs> setup up as well. So there are, you know, a lot of fill in the blanks, a lot of guidance. It teaches you how it's
0: to- It's so to good. Out. Yeah. I re- when I met you, it was on sale at <laughs> NORWAC and I was like, oh my God, like that is a tran. I mean, again, chartreuse has done the work and that's why she can write these powerful exercises i mean it's like you know really will get you immediately thinking and connecting and diving deeper and it's like you know that is it's funny because i know you kind of had moved away from that for a little while so i can see your venus reintegration and cancer coming through you bringing that back into your your practice i i always thought it was such a powerful Uh, teaching and tools. So I also want to just say that your Leo, rise. I love how your Leo rising has brought in the sun (laughs) and it's kind of been creating this amazing pattern of light (laughs) across you (laughs) throughout your talk. I know, I'm like shifting
1: my computer trying to catch the sun as it sets over there, but yeah. Oh
0: no, it's just, it's (laughs) making an amazing, an amazing pattern on you there. So, you know, it just kind of fits the whole the whole yeah. Ms. Chartreuse vibe. Um, well, okay, everybody. So go to the Uh Code Starstruck for all those special offerings. It was so amazing to do this together. I mean, how could we not, you yeah. know? And um, I can't wait to co-create more uh, yeah. with you this year on Astro Style. have an amazing rest of the day and um all my love ah
1: thank you so much my love i love you so much and i really just want to also acknowledge you for you and ofi just for being such trailblazers in our industry in the world and it's such a privilege it is such a privilege to that i can say that you are one of my best friends and that we get to do this and share life together and there's nobody like you even though there's two of y'all there's nobody like you other
0: than I, it, I'm so grateful for you. I know we are so we've we've been saying that since we became. We're like, I'm so glad we found each other on this planet. Yes. You know, because it's like we can just literally. I mean, we've been in Tulum. It's like we just moved through. You you guys know how it is, and I hope everyone else there finds. You know their fellow Atlantean alien like that were, or wherever, what Pleiadian, wherever, you know, that the friend who you just can move through any space with and just have that gratitude and that sense of connection with. So I love you and um, here's to the new decade together. And um, I'm just so obviously starstruck by you. Uh, (laughs) Let me count the ways.
1: Uh, all right, everyone you thank you.
0: love fest to everyone watching too and um you know you guys just see are you in our triangle, our realm see this is we hope this love fest is just spreading out to everyone out there too from the heart uh, all right, bye, everyone. bye.